Hello, everyone. My name is Sharzad. Welcome back to Not My Circle. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Casey, and she talks about her lifestyle as a feedie. What is a feedie? You might be wondering. I certainly was wondering. Well, you're just going to have to listen. Enjoy. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I am so excited. I, I woke up this morning truly, like, very excited to talk to you. So, Thank you for coming on Not My Circle. I think we're going to have a fun conversation today. And um, when this goes up, nobody will see who you are. So this is totally anonymous. And I want you to know I absolutely respect your privacy and anonymity. And I'm, um, yeah, I'm so, I'm, I'm a curious person. So this is going to be a good combo. Uh, let's Wonderful. start with my, my first fun question is, what do you have for breakfast today? Okay, so on a weekday morning, I typically wake up and I have what is what we call a weight gain shake. (laughs) So that is basically the equivalent of what a typical person would drink in a protein shake. Only I put three scoops of serious mass gainer powder in it and heavy cream. And then um, on my way to work, I had six donuts. (laughs) Ooh, fun. What kind of donuts are you into? I usually do either Boston cream or just like a sprinkle donut of some sort to keep it fun. Um, Of everybody I've talked to, you've got the most fun breakfast for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I love my breakfast. Um, So... And this is an area, so I'm going to start asking you about what you do. And I know truly nothing. So I'm very curious to hear what your world is like. Uh, And feel free to correct me along the way if I say something that's wrong or inappropriate or anything. I'm here to learn. Um, You're a feedie. Yes. What is that? So a feedie is a feedie is someone who would fall under the umbrella of what we call feedism or feederism. Um, and underneath that umbrella, there's a lot of little sub niches. So I would primarily be considered a BBW. That means a big, beautiful woman. Not every BBW, however, is a feedie. So being a feedie, I like being fed (laughs) and that doesn't necessarily have to involve another party. Like I just love eating. I love feeling my body grow. Um, I would also be considered a gainer. So not every feedie feeds with the intention of gaining. I enjoy gaining weight and growing my body. So interesting. I've never heard of this before. Um, yes. Okay. What is Lots your process? Yeah. How did you, how did, I have so many questions. How'd you get into this? Okay. So there's, there's a very long backstory. So I'll try to take you through it. Um, up until the end of high school, early college, I was a completely typical, typically sized individual. I was an athlete pretty much my whole childhood and teenage years, even in early college. Um, I was a figure skater and I definitely struggled a bit with my body image. Um, after several years of education, now looking back, I know that a lot that happened in my childhood with how food and bodies were communicated to me definitely has brought me to where I am today. And I fully acknowledge that, but, um, you know, messing around with the internet, I kind of discovered that there were people who enjoyed bellies 
And I had always kind of had a little like fixation on what at the time was a non-existent belly. I had a completely fat, flat stomach. Um, so in college, ironically, I ended up dating a guy like completely normal terms. I think we might've matched on Tinder. Um, and everyone gains weight in college. I maybe gained like 10 pounds unintentionally. Yep. It happens to everyone. Um, and he liked it. And eventually he revealed to me that he was what we call a feeder Meaning he likes um, not only watching women gain weight, but he enjoys feeding women and kind of he was also a dom. So he enjoyed, you know, controlling my diet in a way. But I was completely, you know, full consent to it. I was a little nervous back then. Um, So back then, gaining weight meant like 10 or 20 pounds. And then I would often yo-yo with it just due to, you know, societal norms. I was really intimidated really scared. And I always wanted to be able to go back to a norm, but then we had broken up eventually and I started my young adult life and I went like, I was just really overwhelmed by the concept of fetism and I wanted to get as far away from it as possible. I was like, I just want to be normal. No one's going to accept me this way. So I got really into fitness again and I got really skinny, like maybe 110 pounds. I was a nugget and I was miserable, like completely miserable. And I was still like what we would call a gray face, you know, lurking, watching videos of larger women and wishing I could be like them. So I got a little bit older and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go for it. And I had only intended once again to gain like 20 pounds, 30 pounds that turned into 40 pounds. And now, collectively, since restarting at about 110, I've gained probably like 140 pounds <laughs> altogether. Is this a, is this, is this a fetish? Yes, this is okay. most certainly a fetish. Um, I call it, it's a kink. However, it's also definitely like my, a big part of my everyday life now. Um, all of my relationships for the past three to four years, I date exclusively within this community of feeders. Um, most of my friends are feedies. Um, I do have normal friend, normal friends too. What but, is normal anymore? Normal. What is normal like, anymore? Yeah. You know, it's, everyone has kinks and I fully acknowledge that this one is particularly unique, but um, it's what makes me happy. <laughs> you look happy. Yeah, I know nobody else will be able to see that, but I see you. You look super happy. Um, So walk me through this with your partner. Um, I'm curious about the fetish side of it, the erotic side. Is it like some sort of seduction that happens where your partner brings you something to eat and then you guys get sexual pleasure from this? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of different avenues this can go down, and I've taken part in pretty much all of them. So there's more of like a softer version of fetism where it's very gentle, and they're they're kind of taking care of you and spoiling you. But then there also can be a more extreme form of fetism, which I'm a little bit more into, where the feeder takes the role of the dominant, and he controls my diet and I'm growing. I, I most certainly grow for myself, but I'm growing for him and 
you know, his girlfriend has gained so much weight and it's kind of like, you know, to many people, I'm kind of a spectacle. I went from having abs to being twice my size. It's, it is a spectacle thing. So while sometimes like the comments of others can be hurtful, we also like really get off on them because as people notice that's validating that what we're doing is working. Um, we get off big time on like outgrown clothes. That's a really big thing within our little niche community. Um, stuffings so like i'll sit down and eat like an ungodly amount of food um and there's there's many people who find that very very sexy i find it very sexy um for me personally it's not necessarily the food that turns me on it's more so the sensation of fullness and with that fullness, it, there's just a lot of pressure happening down there and whatnot. And it's, it's very erotic for someone who's into it. Um, and from, you know, the feeder's perspective, my past partners, they get off. It, it can vary, but on, you know, watching this girl who was tiny and little just blow up, just completely swell out of her clothes and knowing it's because of them. It's because of them feeding so it can definitely take a couple of different perspectives. How do you feel physic like health wise? Do you feel healthy? Yeah. Do you feel good in your skin? I mean, I know you said you feel good in your skin, but mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like some from my perspective, and of course, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but do you mm-hmm. feel like you're taking care of your body? Yeah. So that's that's like the most commonly asked question. That's that's totally fine. With you know, gaining a lot of weight in a very short period of time there's certainly health risks that come with it um and since day one i have promised myself like if i roll up to my doctor's office and it looks like i've got diabetes or high blood pressure or something we need to reevaluate what i'm doing i probably wouldn't stop what i'm doing i'd just do it in a healthier way um personally up until this point i'm i mean i'm super blessed i have exceptional genes um up until COVID hit, I was still, I wouldn't say working out, but I would go for walks and stuff and, you know, stay as mobile as possible. Um, my diet's not complete garbage. I do, you know, sneak some healthy things in there. Um, but overall I feel great. I mean, I certainly have lost like a little bit of mobility, just being in a larger body. That's what happens, but we also kind of get off on that as well. Um, the loss of mobility to a certain extent, Um, the fantasy of that, maybe not so much the reality is very hot to a lot of people who are into this. So to answer your question, I feel great. I feel a heck of a lot happier than I did when I was on the other end of the spectrum. So interesting. Do you, um, do this for money also? Is this like a way that you get, create an income? Sure. So, um, there are a lot of BBWs. BDs, curvy models, whatever. There's so many different ways we identify who do, you know, will make stuffing clips and you can monetize off of them, certainly. And I have in the past and I do currently. Um, that's, I did this, this gaming thing before I started making videos. So if I stopped making videos, I would still keep going strong. But, you know, eating the way that I do is not cheap. So it does help a little bit. I'd never would want it to like, I do work full time. I have a completely 
normal lifestyle aside from this as well, but it certainly does help and give me a little bit of freedom with my food choices. Um, and I also just, I, I feel so sexy. I feel absolutely beautiful and I love sharing it. And there's so many men and women out there who love it too. I have a wonderful fan base. Okay. So question, and (laughs) if this is inappropriate, feel free to shut up. How much money can somebody make off a video of let's say 10 minutes of eating whatever decadent thing that, that they're, that the feeder wants them to eat? Like what's the going rate for like 10 minutes of eating? So for like a 10 minute, I usually charge a dollar per minute. So if I make a 10 minute video, I usually do like nine 99 and I run sales all the time. Cause I really just, to be completely frank with you, I want everyone to be able to see my clips. So if I can drop a couple bucks here and there, I try to every now and then. Um, and I usually get, I, I get a lot of purchases. I can make upwards of like $2,000 a week if I upload one video. Um, but then, you know, with COVID and stuff, it's been a little bit different. Um, if you're smart with it and you persist to with it, you can be very successful making these videos for sure. I know there's some girls who make less and there's been times where I've made less, but as I've grown and this is a community where girls often come and go. Mm-hmm. So building that trust with your fan base is so important. There's a lot of men who, you know, buy my videos and they see it as a way of contributing to my growth. And that means a lot to me because it does contribute to my growth. Um, so yeah, there's definitely an opportunity there to make some, some good money. Is there a number you're trying to hit on the scale? Like this <laughs> considered the most sexy or yeah. it really work that way? No, it does work that way. Cause there's, you know, right now I'm a BBW. I would love to be what's considered an SS BBW. So super size, big, beautiful woman. And that now I'm really short. I'm about five feet tall. So 300 pounds on me looks a lot different than someone else. I right now I'm chasing 300 and then I'd like to hit 350 and then I need to see where my body's at at that point. Cause I am so super short. Um, I will say I do fantasize about being a lot larger than that though, but I understand that might not be in the cards for me. Do your parents know what you do? <laughs> That's another popular question. So They don't know that I spend my evenings at home gorging myself on thousands upon thousands of calories. However, they did watch their daughter go from being 110 pounds to well beyond 200 pounds now, pretty much in the blink of an eye. Um, So they, they do know I have this unique interest in growing my size. And I kind of look at it as like, you know, some, I was previously really into BDSM and I still am, you know, people who are into that don't go say, Hey mom, I got tied up this weekend and whipped. So it's not like that, but they do. They most certainly do know that there is a unique aspect of my lifestyle. <laughs> is it, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there was a time in my life where I knew about a lot of fetishes and I was just like hip to the fetish world. Uh, because I, like I said, I'm a curious person, but is this, is this a new kind of concept? No. So, I mean, the first time that I discovered a video online of a belly video was, I was in, it was probably like 2009 
like the okay. OG YouTube days. Yep. It certainly has grown more so recently because like being thick now is in. So a lot of like smaller fat girls are getting a lot of positive attention, which is wonderful. I needed that when I was at that size. Um, but I would say it's, it's definitely becoming a bit more popular. Um, maybe not necessarily the feeding and stuffing aspect of it, but just size in general. I do think we're moving towards a time where it's a little bit more accepted and people are starting to be like, yeah, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about people doing whatever makes them happy and two consenting adults should do whatever they want as long as they're not hurting anybody or, you know, messing with kids or animals or anything like that, which yeah. obviously you aren't. So, um, yeah. what do you think some common misconceptions are about you and your lifestyle? Oh, there's a lot. I'm sure. Um, so I think that people, I think the most popular one is that people just assume that I'm on, I have like a death wish, um, you know, eating all this food. And I get that if, if you were to, you know, I'm sure people are welcome to look me up after, you know, it probably looks like I live a extremely unhealthy lifestyle. And I fully identify that, you know, on some days and some nights I do. Um, but at the same time, I am very health conscious and I, I do, you know, I've made modifications in my life to ensure that I'm taking good care of my body that allowed me to have my fun at the same time. So that's definitely the most popular one. Um, you know, and then there's always, you know, and I don't know if this is a misconception I placed on myself in the beginning, but there's also definitely one out there is that, you know, this fetish is a fetish. It's not something that you can have a relationship with. So when I first started dating in this community, it was more so just, you know, these insecure guys who had this odd kink and just wanted to experience it and then disappear. And that's like, unfortunately very common in our little like niche community, but through trial and error and learning, I've learned that there is a wonderful opportunity for a very balanced relationship between fetism and, you know, normal couple of things too. And I've experienced that several times. Are you in a relationship now? Not at the, not at the moment, but I do COVID's made dating like unbelievably challenging, but I do have a lot of, you know, internet friends who I connect with and I look forward to meeting after COVID if COVID ever resolves. Right. What, what part of the country are you in? I'm in New England, but I do normally I'd be traveling all over for, I, you know, I'll film with other models or go meet other people in the community for meetups and stuff. Um, I have like a very active social life with my little wonderful community of people that are out there. How do you guys like connect and find each other? Is there like specific, and you don't obviously have to tell No, me no, it's fine. It's fine. So I. Groups or Instagram accounts that kind of connect you. Is it through social media pretty much? Yeah. In Instagram is hopping like with, with beautiful fat women and men who love them. Instagram is definitely um, my preferred platform. Um, and then, you know, there there's bashes in Vegas every year where you can go and meet people. There's a lot of like, not necessarily fetism communities, but like fat positive events where you just go and put yourself out there. And it's terrifying at first. I mean, I was like 22 years old going to some events, just not sure what was going to happen if I was going to come home alive. And it was ended up being the best thing I ever did for myself just to like meet other women 
like me. I used to feel so alone in this. Like I really thought there was something wrong with me. And then I realized there's so many other people like me. Yeah. Do you ever get sick and have a stomach ache after you gorge? Yes, often. Um, So something that I personally really get off on is eating to the point of discomfort. Um, Not to the point of like, tears or you know throwing up but eating to the point where i can't sit myself up on my own um and that's where the feeder role really comes into play aftercare is huge aftercare is a very hot part of this fetish as well it's like they stuff you and feed you and get you into the state where you can't even move and then they take care of you after and they'll rub your belly Belly rubs are the best thing in the entire world. I don't care if you have a belly or you don't, you have to ask your partner to rub your belly. It's the best feeling ever. Um, I see you lighting up when you're talking about the aftercare. So that must be like a really big part of it. So is there anything actually traditionally sexual that happens or is it, is that really the turn on the eating and then the aftercare or the feed? It's all of it. Like the second for me personally, um, and I'm sure it varies from girl to girl um, or there's also male gainers, too. So from from gainer to gainer, feedy to feedy, um, for me, it's it's seeing them like show up or order just a mountain of food that feels so intimidating. And then to be completely honest, there's usually um, I live up in New England and a lot of things are legal around here and edible involved which kind of increases my appetite. Um, and then they just feed me, or even if they're not feeding me, they're just there next to me, encouraging me. Um, and another thing we do is a lot of like funnel play. So funneling a weight gain shake or funneling a milkshake and then just getting so full. So I'm, I'm too full to even reach down to, to touch myself. And that's really hot to us. It's complete submission to them for for food for pleasure for getting off um it's very hot and the aftercare is just amazing because it's just so soothing i don't even know how to describe it it's it's so hot to just watch this man like completely debilitate you with food and then just worship your body after so interesting i Is it, is it, do you find that it's typically like a man and a woman relationship or have you seen homosexual relationships? Oh, the, the, so it's actually very big in the homosexual community. Okay. Like, especially between like man to man, there's in, I think they're so cute too with their little bellies. Um, and then I also, you know, I've had a lot of wonderful feeding experiences with women as well. Um, I'm super attracted to like super fat women. So I've been with women um, well over 500 pounds, almost 600 pounds. Um, And so with that size, something that's really hot and that I really hope I'm big enough to be able to do like fully someday is we call it squashing. So it's taking your whole body and just basically squashing someone with it. And like we get off big time on that. It's so hot. But yes, it definitely male, female, male, male, female, female, there's all everything in between. It's, it's a huge thing. (laughs) Okay. You know, you said the word fat and I feel like that word has been kind of off limits for a while, but do you, do you like that word? I mean, you, you said it a couple of times. It makes me think with it and you're, it's something you're striving for. It's not, it's not a taboo word in your community. 
so fat and and typically you're you're exactly right is a very taboo word you have to be very careful how you use it but for me like i want you to tell me i'm fat i want you to tell me i'm huge um i i made a video recently i went to the doctor and my doctor referred to me as a bariatric patient and it was the hottest freaking thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life um so and i was it was so hot i made a video about it and everyone else thought it was hot too so all those terms you know um, we get off on being called pigs and piggies and, um, you know, some girls enjoy like messy eating. So calling them like a fat slob wouldn't be off limits. Um, yeah, it, it's super, super hot to me. <laughs> cool. What yeah. do you want people to know about you? What do I want people to know about me? Um, hmm. I think I mainly, and one of the reasons why I was so pumped when you reached out to me is like, I would love for to go back three, four years and have listened to someone like myself talking about all of this so positively. And I would love for people to know that you can have balance. Like you can have this, what feels like outrageous kink and still live a very normal, happy, healthy, successful life. Um, I have a wonderful life outside of my kink and in conjunction with my kink. Um, and I think I, I'd love for everyone to know that because I do know there's like a lot of closeted feedies and feeders out there. Yeah. I I'm all for people doing what makes them happy and you certainly look happy. And it sounds like everything you've been a part of as an adult has, has been a conscious decision for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I gotta know what your favorite food is. (laughs) Um, so I'm really into pizza and donuts. Those are my two most popular stuffing foods. Um, anything that I can eat in like mass quantities. So if I'm ordering takeout, if they have a family size option, that's what I'll get for myself. Um, I'm really into cakes. So something I do whenever I'm even alone, actually, to be honest, is get like a whole sheet cake and then eat it on all fours, like a like a pig or a cow or something like that. Um, that's, it's so hot. And you don't throw up. No, I never have actually, believe it or not. I've never gotten sick to that point before I have gotten like, you know, certain combinations of foods just don't belong together. (laughs) Um, and I definitely have gotten so full before where I regret it the next day. Cause I, I just couldn't move. Like I just couldn't not get out of bed to go to work. And so I've, I've learned, you know, I do my big, 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 I call them mega stuffings. I do my mega stuffings on Fridays and Saturdays, um, where it's basically just like wild eating, like mindless, shameless eating. And then during the week, it's more just maintenance. Um, there's some days where I eat like, like you probably do just like a normal person. Um, but it, I found that, you know, a lot of my calories can be liquid calories. It doesn't have to be. I started gaining when I was in college. So there's frugal ways to do it for sure. Um, weight gain powder, heavy cream, melted ice cream, things like that um, are, are very helpful. Do you ever drink alcohol? Um, sometimes, yeah. I, I'm not a huge drinker just personally, but there's also like a lot of men who are really into like the alcohol bloats that women often get. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's a lot of calories. So alcohol certainly helps. And it did a lot more in college. 
<laughs> I, I remember when I was on um, Weight Watchers, which I had been on and off since mm-hmm. I was probably 19. Um, a mudslide was like the most high point. That's what you call it on Weight Watchers. High point mm-hmm. I ever eat. It was like 33 points. It was more points than you could have like in a whole day or that you were supposed to have. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I just, when you said out, when you were talking about funneling shakes and stuff, I kept thinking about mudslides and how they were so high in the Weight Watchers points. Um, Mm -hmm. But when I think about alcohol and food together, I don't know. I have a sensitive stomach. I throw up so easily. Yeah. I threw up a lot when I was um, pregnant with my second. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just sensitive. Um, but yeah. so I find that interesting. Not everybody's a barfer like me. <laughs> well, no, the thing is like when I was a smaller fat, when I first started gaining, I could not eat the way that I do now. Like right. I used to be, so, I remember being so stuck. I was like, how the heck do women gain all this weight? Like I can't do it. It was so hard for me. But then as I got bigger and I kept going at it and my stomach stretched out a little bit. Um, and to be completely honest with you, like edibles make a huge difference in my appetite. <laughs> um so it's just using those wisely um but i will share with you it's funny you mentioned um the weight watchers points so are are you familiar with my fitness pal yes um where you can track calories so most people um you know track calories to get to like a negative loss but myself and a lot of other feedies will use that app to to gain weight and there's a lot of like if i take a screenshot of it and, and say post it to my my friends, like they think it's the hottest thing in the entire world. Like seeing what I eat in a day and what that final tally is like, that is like a drug to them. I think it's so hot to see that. Okay. So how many calories then would you say? Um, so during the week, probably hmm, minimum, probably 6,000 calories a day on the weekends. It's impossible to keep count. Like I, I've done like 20K calorie challenges before. Um, I, this past weekend, I actually, I was challenged to consume 40,000 calories between Saturday and Sunday through shakes, which I did. And I thought I was going to die after, to be completely honest. But yeah. it was really hot and fun to, to push myself to a new limit because now my, my metabolism has really adjusted to my diet. So gaining weight as you get bigger just gets a little bit harder. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Casey, thank you so much for taking the time to, um, to tell me about your lifestyle. Again, like I said, from the beginning, I'm such a curious person and I mean this in my heart. I'm a not, I'm a no judgment person and I appreciate you, um, sharing with me because I think it's, I think it's fun to learn about different lifestyles and you of see happy, and that makes me happy. Thank you. Thank you for chatting with me. This was so much fun. It was so fun. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch. My sister will let you know when this goes up and um, I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you get lots of donuts and pizza in your future <laughs> and shakes and all the things that make you happy. And I, again, I really appreciate it and we'll be in touch when this goes up. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. I hope you guys always know that these conversations are fueled out of my genuine curiosity for other people's lifestyles and in a truly non-judgmental way. Um, if you like this series and you like these episodes, please consider subscribing on any platform that you listen to them on. So if that's Facebook or YouTube, well, I guess you can't really subscribe to Facebook, but you know what I mean? Like the video um, and take a screenshot and share it on your socials 
Angels. Uh, that would be a big help so this podcast can grow and be fabulous and I can continue talking to people that are not in my circle. Anyways, I hope you have a great day. If I didn't say it already, subscribe and leave a review of the podcast anywhere you listen to it. That would be awesome. Take care, everybody.